You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, hi Noelle. Hi, Steve. Um, for you guys, I just want to first, um, you know, my wife always gives me crap about this, but I'm always apologizing, but I want to apologize for my voice because I am coming, uh, I'm just getting over some some stuff, so if if you hear my voice crack or whatever... I'm not going through puberty or anything. I've just been a little sick, so um, please bear with me, and I'm going to let Noelle do most of the talking today since she's got all the good info anyways. So we are going to get right into it. Um, today's topic, Noelle, is how to overcome your husband's reluctance to help out with babies and toddlers. Otherwise known as what to do if he runs screaming in the other direction. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, this is a great topic. I was uh, I just brought this up uh, off air that, uh, you know, it's, it's summertime. So um, for those of you who have kids who are of that age where they're on their summer vacation, um, you know, you don't have that break in the middle of the day where they're gone. So it's definitely uh, uh, from sunrise to sunset duty. And you could use a little extra help. So, um, you know, husbands do great with kids once they've attained that age of reason, about seven, Noel. Uh, That's when they can play ball and speak full sentences and are past the no stage. Uh, (laughs) The one we all dread. (laughs) uh, But young moms often need help with babies and toddlers, and uh, that's when guys seem to drag their feet uh, you know, a little fear sometimes. Uh, so to, uh, to get things going here, uh, why, why is that? Uh, you know, you sent me this question that says, uh, gals will tell you what's so difficult about a bottle. And, and, you know, it would seem that how could there possibly be anything complicated about a bottle? Yeah. But what's difficult about it, it is us, the, 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 the wives, the moms. I mean, we're so nervous, we're so afraid that our guy's going to do it wrong that we criticize and we harp and we buzz and we stand over their shoulder and we stare at them and we make it practically impossible for them to do anything. And so at that point, you know, the guy just throws his hands up and walks away because, let's face it, Steve, I don't know anyone who likes to be told you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're giving it your, your darndest, you know, and you're, you're putting your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, you know, that's one thing, but sometimes even if the the wife is letting the husband do it his way mostly um the new dad might still go you know what babies are your business um how, how do you handle a situation like that well it's interesting steve babies are your business i think was truer um several years ago in other words What's happening is that more and more dads are involved in child care now, certainly than we're in our parents' day. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's, it's not really anymore quite that easy to walk away going, babies are your business. But the bottom line is, is that not only is it the new moms that are scared that dad is going to do it wrong, 
dad is scared. Dad is absolutely, you know, freaked out of his mind. Yeah. Here's this little, tiny, itty, squirmy thing. It cries for no apparent reason. <laughs> it, you know, it won't talk to you, so you don't know what it wants. You can't really logic it out. And dad usually has very little experience with that kind of thing. And I'd like to expand it beyond um, dads in the sense that, you know, often uh, these days, uh, relatives will come over to visit or kids will get parked with grandparents. And it seems to be the female end that tends to end up doing all the caretaking. Mm-hmm. And as you said earlier, you know, we would like a break. Yeah. <laughs> so dads and, and granddads and, you know, just, just in-law type people, um, it's better if they are if they learn some skills up the, up the plate. And the skills aren't so much about how you die for a baby. It's more about an attitude shift. Specifically here, you know, it's like, why, even if your spouse is, is letting it, you do it your way to you as a guy, you know, not necessarily you, Steve, but a guy, sure. run away from, from the baby, is that men don't like to do things wrong. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, why is it that men don't ask for direction? It's not because they're stupid. It's because they think they should be able to figure things out for themselves. That's just part of the biological wiring. That can be very challenging when you're faced with a newborn or a toddler who isn't very expressive about what it is they want. Yeah, and you know what? Even if they did come with directions, men probably wouldn't read them anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you said that. (laughs) So, I mean, is there more to it than that, though? Um, More than just the fear? Are are there deeper reasons why dads and other males uh, don't, for the most part, just jump up and take care of a a new baby when they walk into the room? You know, there was a recent uh, Pew survey and they tend to be very, very spot on, where men generally say that the most important aspect of their personal happiness involves their relationship with their wives, not with their kids. Mm. And the exact opposite is true for women, who place more stock in their mom-child ties than in their husband-wife relationship. So what you've got here is a biological basis. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, women are biologically programmed from nurturance. Whether you ever have a kid or not, you know, we're the ones with that first food, right? Yeah. So on both sides, excuse me, whether it's allowing our mates to care for a newborn or toddler means that we as women have to let go of some of that very hardwired, in the core programming. And the guys have to be willing to let go of some of that programming that says, I'm the provider protector. I should be able to figure it all out without any help, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like both sides have to recognize, men have to recognize how important that child relationship is to their wife and help out, and women have to realize that's not the guy's first priority. So they're going to need more slack, more help, more encouragement on that side. Okay. And, you know, that's... I'm glad you brought that up. First off, I love Pew Research. (laughs) I read them all the time. Um, But I think that's a great um, thing to point out because I was actually, and I might as well just do this on the air, but I think it would be a great topic to talk about when the wives um, begin showing more affection towards their kids than their husbands because I've been hearing a lot of that recently. And I I don't know why I'm hearing that, but I am. So I think that's something that we should definitely tackle in a future episode. Let's 
Okay. Okay. Um, now, uh, moving moving forward with t today's topic, is there more to it for women than just the biological basis that makes it easier for them to be baby caretakers? Yes, there is. It's called nine months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A woman has nine months, especially the last three. Because it's when the baby starts to kick and make movements and she's really, really big and all that, that the idea, she gets accustomed to the idea of this is a living child. Mm -hmm. This is no longer, um, you know, it's kind of like the preparations for the wedding. <laughs> the pregame stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. And she has all the time to get used to and bond with the baby. And nowadays, um, as you probably know, Steve, uh, we, we do a lot uh, as women in terms of nurturance before we get to the delivery part. You know, some ladies put headphones on their tummy so the baby can hear music. Certainly we all talk to the baby, mm -hmm. you know, our stomach. Yeah. Um, we prepare the, the room. We decide if we want to know if it's a boy or a girl. I mean, we go through all that. And the woman is the one who goes through that with a, an increasingly strong sense mm -hmm. of what's going on with her and within her. Now, Let's walk over to Dad's side of the picture. One day, he has a wife with a very large belly, and the next day, there's a screaming, puling, muking. Yeah. yeah. And a wife <laughs> who's, you know, frantically trying to get back to her <laughs> So for him, yes, there's, a, there's certainly a, a, a period of, of um, adaptation. Men aren't fools. They know what's going on. And, you know, he's put his, his ear to the belly, and he's heard the heartbeat and everything. But it's very different. It's mm -hmm. very, very different. And for a lot of guys, it's a big, fat shot. Even though they've helped buy the crib or set up the crib and, you know, determined the, you know, wanted to know what the gender of the baby is and all that stuff, it's still so very different. So that's yet another reason why, you know, there isn't that automatic jump up and let's take care of it. It's more like, who's this alien creature and what do I do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, that, and that makes so much sense because for the husband, even though, like you said, he may have put his hand on the belly and felt the kicking and stuff, it just hasn't been as real and as ongoing and reinforcing exactly. as it has been for the, for the wife. Yeah, for, the for mother. a woman, it's a 24-hour-a-day, 60-minute, <laughs> an hour. I mean, it's, it's absolutely, especially those last three months, mm -hmm. it's inescapable. And, um, you know, it's a very, very important bonding period for mom and child. Yeah. So, so, so what, what chance does a dad have? So how can you encourage or support a new dad to help out with the, uh, the, the babies and toddlers? I think that it's, again, an attitude thing is that you start with the idea that this is, and nowadays guys are much better about saying we're pregnant, uh -huh. she's pregnant. That's part, if you will, of, of a symbolic of the attitude change. And I suggest um, when couples come to me with, with, you know, in the later stages of, of pregnancy, to start to read baby books together and start to agree on how-tos. You know, are we gonna are we gonna breastfeed? Are we gonna bottle feed? And notice I'm saying we. Yes. Even though the dad is the one with the breast. Yes. Still, those can be mutual decisions and make lists of how you want to do stuff. I mean, it's gonna change, but this is part of the acclimatization period, if you will. And you want to make these lists for both of you because, frankly, as a new mom, you don't know squat either. Mm -hmm. You know, you're sort of impelled by biology to certain things, but. There's an awful lot of learning that goes on for new moms as well. And then beyond that, once the baby is here, is 
trust dad enough to give him some alone time with the baby. That's really hard for women. Yeah. But it can be five minutes at first. It's not like you have to walk off and go to a party for three hours. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just hand him the baby and let him deal with it for five minutes. Then hand him the baby and let him deal with it for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Uh, ask him to change the diaper. Ask him to feed the baby. Now, is that... Then that alone time with dad, um, is, is that just as important for him because he needs that one-on-one bonding time? Absolutely. And he needs, he needs the experience of just plain dealing with. You know, it's like you ask a guy to repair something, and usually he'll take it apart first. Uh-huh. And then he'll put it back together. What's he doing? He's learning about it. Well, you put a baby in his arms, and you walk away for five minutes, he will deal with it. Mm-hmm. And he will start to understand what this critter is. Yeah. But if you never give him that opportunity, he can never go into the understanding, and then he never has an opportunity to bond because he won't be open to the cooing and the smiles and the, all that. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and then if you, you know, if you ask him to hold the baby, change the baby, feed the baby, whatever, is don't criticize, don't hang around, don't pay a lot of attention to what he's doing. Just leave it be. Mm-hmm. It's highly unlikely that, you know, the diaper's going to be on so badly that there's poop on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> if there is, for the first few times, just be quiet and clean it up. He'll get it. Yeah. He'll get it. Um, and he'll get better and better at it as you leave and be. Leave and be. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard for us. We're so afraid harm is going to come to the baby. So you don't ask a new dad to do things that could lead to harm. Mm-hmm. And, and so if you, if you never give him that time to learn those things, he'll be more reluctant because going back to the beginning of this conversation, uh, he doesn't like doing things where he might fail. Exactly. And, and, and if you're constantly criticizing him for when he is doing things, nobody likes to take over a job when they know they're just going to be criticized the whole time while they're doing it. So Absolutely. those are and become more and more reluctant, and then you're really in the, mm. Yeah. So... Yeah. Okay, um, I you know I th- this is very great advice and very practical and I think easy to implement if uh, if we can all just remember these simple little steps here. Yeah. So, thank you so much for your time, Noel. This is going to do it for us today. You're welcome, and thank you, Steve. You're welcome, and uh, you guys are listening to Dr. Noel Nelson, PhD. She is a relationship relationship expert, popular speaker, and author of nine best-selling books, including her most recent, Your Man is Wonderful. And you can find more information about that book at yourmaniswonderful.com. Dr. Nelson focuses on how we can all enjoy happy, fulfilling lives while accomplishing great things in love at home and at work as we appreciate ourselves and others. And you can visit her website wonderfulmanwonderfulyou.com and that's all spelled out for more information and you can also follow Noelle on Twitter at Dr. Noelle Nelson Uh, I myself am on Twitter as well uh, where you don't have to hear the horrible voice but just read what I type and that's at Hitched Media and uh, before we go here I wanted to um, let you also know that we have just launched a little shop on our Married Life Network uh, with the help of our friends at Cafe Press. And we're going to be uh, adding a bunch of designs and sayings and all that good stuff. But basically, it's like shirts and mugs and, and stickers and T-shirts and stuff where you can show support. And we're going to have a lot of positive messages and stuff. So uh, if you have time and you're interested, please check that out. And like I said, we're going to add a bunch of new stuff uh, in the very near future and, and on an ongoing basis moving forward. So 
Uh, one last time. Thanks again, Noel. Thank you, Steve. Okay, take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.